Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Bray Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? And we have, today, we have a special guest with a special interview, Mr. Anthony Armstrong. What is going on, y'all? How y'all doing? All right. Doing so, great. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, so, Chris, you want to start us off with the, with the first question of our little interview? Yeah, sure. So, uh, Anthony... For anyone who doesn't know, obviously you played uh, a couple years in the NFL. You played a lot of professional football, and so you worked your way up through like, like the ranks of professional football. Was there ever a point where, like, you kind of felt like you wanted to give up, or were you always like really working towards that goal of reaching the NFL? Well, you know, I so when I first started the, or I guess restarting the whole pro, pro football uh, trek. It was after it was after college. I had hurt my wrist. I had surgery, and I didn't play in '05. That was supposed to be my draft, and I ended up getting back into it. I had played some flag football, and I I was like, man, I can still ball. I can still play. I'm gonna give this thing a chance. And so what I did, you know, I ended up calling somebody who had an agent, and he was like, oh, I know a team in Odessa, and I went down there to play. Uh, it was the Intense Football League with the Odessa Roughnecks. And they're not there anymore. I think they changed the name to, to a different name. But either way, uh, I played there for a year. And I just was like, look, I, I got to go up every year. I got to graduate. Um, mm-hmm. And I was able to do that year one. And then so my second year when I was I made it to the Desperados with the Arena Football League. And I was there for two seasons. And I was like, oh, man, well, I guess this is it. You know, I'm going to hit them for a big $50,000 contract and I'm going to be good. Uh, but then ended up going to Miami after that. So th- that one little spot in, in when I was with Dallas, I kind of thought that that may have been as high as I was going to get. But then mm-hmm. there was other plans in store. So, you know, uh, did I ever want to quit? Nah, I didn't want to quit. I knew I still had some time on my hands. Yeah, that's right. uh, that's like an awesome. I we when I was doing research, I uh, I heard that you said that it was like graduating between each league. Um, yeah. do you think, do you think the NFL should partner up with one of these leagues and try to get some of these smaller, like make it more, uh, normal, as you say, to get some of these smaller players from arena leagues into the NFL? Well, okay. So now this is, this will, this will go down a whole big tangent, but the, the short answer is yes. Right. So obviously the NCAA is their main source of, 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 Pro, uh, uh, players and product, right? You get you yep. get them young, you get them yep. cheap, right? But I I can see there being a benefit of them partnering with um, a, a smaller league, right? And and think of it like a, you know how the NBA has the G League, the NFL mm-hmm. could have something similar, right? And and exactly. my proposal my proposal would be expand your roster size so you already have eight practice squad. Add another eight players that would be designated to go to one of your farm teams. But those eight players are protected. So no other team can can swipe them off there. They're, they're you're in your system, right? Everybody yeah. else is kind of fair game. But every every team has a slightly expanded roster. So or whoever wants to participate would, right? So it gives mm-hmm. you a chance to take those guys that, you know, maybe I can't keep them on practice squad for a couple of years. Let me put them in the lower league for a couple of years, let them develop. Then I can bring them up. So I think something like that could work. Um, but I think, I think it would take a lot of pride by a lot of people uh, to make that happen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. it makes a lot of sense because uh, pretty much every other major sport, at least here, has their own sort of minor leagues, like baseball, hockey, NBA. They all have that kind of league where the young guys that they draft, they can spend time there before actually coming and, to the league. And there's also always these, like every year, like, you know, every year besides this year, sadly, but there's always these uh, uh, preseason players. They were like, oh, I remember him from the pre that one preseason game that he went off. Yeah. But they just don't yeah. get those opportunities. Exactly. So now imagine that guy that everybody loved, but they just didn't have space for him on a team. You keep him in your in your bubble. You keep him on your roster, ex- extended roster. And now he's still working, you know, within your system, you know, and you at least can keep close tabs on him and then bring him up if he gets to, you know, if he needs to come up to, to the higher level. So, yeah, exactly. I think it's something yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I think it kind of gives you. It would favor some teams like uh, Green Bay, I think, would benefit. I think uh, Pittsburgh would benefit uh, just because they're so good at developing players. Like, they draft somebody, it's like you're going to be a stealer for the rest of your career uh, unless you screw this up. So uh, some exactly. teams could benefit. Other teams would have no clue what to do of it. <laughs> so uh, since we're in that conversation, uh, could you feel in each training camp, each different? you've been on a couple different teams, even including the arena teams, was there a different vibe with the players and the coaches in the energy of each club? You know, man, everybody was – everywhere you go, everybody's, like, excited. And they're just excited to get going. And it's just football's coming back. And the first thing you can't, you can't get – you can't wait to get, on, get pads and, and be able to hit and actually play some real football for a while. And, yeah, everybody, I mean, really, it's just nothing but built up excitement. You know, first you want to go against each other, then you can't wait to go against a different opponent. Um, but I can say that, really, I've never had a bad, like, training camp experience where I can be like, man, this team just isn't going anywhere. If, yeah, it just wasn't there. You so, that, you feel it that early, it's trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you've been, you know, on these teams. And so, was everyone, like, there where they're like, we're going like, to, we, we can win it this year. We can win the bowl. We can you know, win a championship this year? Or was that you know, just like, or was there some teams that were like, mm, I don't know? You know, the championship talk, there were there were a couple teams like Dallas. Dallas, you know, that was a, that was the goal, was Super Bowl, you know. Well, yeah, it's their outwardly, year every year. Yeah, <laughs> outwardly, it's, it's, you know, hey, let's win the division, you know. But mm-hmm. every, every coach is going to, brings it down to the most important issue and that's just hey we got to win our division first and foremost mm-hmm. you know, one game you know at a time yeah absolutely absolutely but but I, I will i will say this the one thing that i hate i always hated when people would say let's go shock the world and i was like <laughs> i'm like that's like we're we're already admitting that we're super uh inferior to our opponent like forget right. shock right. the world like let's go beat them like this point blank period exactly. like, let's not <laughs> Let's not try to surprise anybody. But it's like we're supposed to be here for a reason. But everybody was right. positive, very positive. That's awesome. Now, and when you're in training camp, do you like, especially as a as a new guy on the team, do you play like every day, like as if your job is on the line? Is that a mindset that you have? Oh, dude, look here. So let me tell you, my first training camp in Miami, I get there in like a weird way. Basically, I end up coming in, joining the team, like, the day before everybody had to report. Um, and then the day you reported, there was a conditioning test, right? Mm-hmm. 
No, they asked if I was going to run it. I I didn't know what it was, but I was like, sure, I'll, I'll run it. I don't want to be the new guy who's like, no, I'm good. So I did it. I passed. But I remember there were two linemen who did not pass this running test. This is when Jake Long was drafted. Jake Long was freaking a specimen. Dude ran his first in like 50 seconds, right? Um, so he's bolting through. These two linemen, they failed the test. They didn't make it to the meeting. Like those guys got got fired and kicked out of there before, you know, it, it wasn't even but 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. So, when it, yeah, every single play was either my opportunity to, to make the team or get fired. Um, because if you're, when you're in my position, when you're in my position, you get, you get the scraps. Like you literally get the scraps. Like there will be a 10 play period. Seven of them will be passes. You'll get three of the runs, and they'll all be like backside of the run. Mm-hmm. So it's so you're getting scraps. You have to make something of it. You know, eventually you find yourself with a with a true play that that you're going to potentially get the ball. Uh, but you got to take advantage of every single opportunity that comes to you. Yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense. So when you're uh, like as a wide receiver, like making all these, like you have to have like is it like sorry, let me. Sorry, let me gather myself. So, uh, when you're a receiver, isn't it like is it frustrating for you when like a ball, a bad ball gets thrown to you at training camp, and you're like, "This is my opportunity, and I didn't get a good ball, or uh, it just Man. couldn't like something happened, something slipped, I didn't catch it, stuff like that." Yeah, like you, that. you know. So initially, whenever you're young and you're frustrated that you don't get many opportunities, yeah, that that's gonna piss you off. But ultimately. Whenever you get when you, whenever you mature, you know that the coach is want to make sure you do your job. Mm-hmm. You know, not to sound like Belichick, but it's the truth. Like <laughs> you got to do your job. Like there's eleven people on that one side for a reason. Everybody has an individual job they have to do. If one person is out of line, it'll screw up the whole play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the you can't. That's the, that's the thing. You got to be perfect. All right, and then if the ball comes to you, you gotta catch it. But before that, just make sure your assignments are on, right? Like if you're doing the stuff that you're supposed to do, that's gonna build the trust in the coach and in the, and in your quarterback. Because when we when we watch tape, you see where the ball ends up, but everybody's watching across the board. Okay, yeah. five receivers. They're gonna go receiver number one. Good route. Good depth. You open, could have came to you, receiver two, same thing, so on and so forth, and then we get to the person who actually caught the ball. Mm-hmm. So the quarterback sees, okay, cool, on this play, I have Armstrong on this route on the backside that I could... Yeah, he's open, I just went a different way. Yeah, yeah, so quarterbacks see that. You just gotta be where you're supposed to be. Gotcha. Yeah, it's so a when you, to uh, When you got to Washington, you had the privilege of playing with Donovan McNabb and uh, Mike Shanahan as a head coach. So did those guys like who have been in the league for a while, did that, did that help you out like as a younger player in the league? Oh man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so when I got up there, uh, Morocco Brown was like, look, you need to just follow whatever Santana does. Um, <laughs> and, and I took that to heart. I mean, I, I, I had the same chiropractor, the same masseuse. I had the same doctors. It was like, who do you use? And then he's like, I use these folks. I'm like, well, these are the ones I can afford. So I'm going to take these three. 
Um, but everything else, like, I'm going to let that slide. But, yeah, I followed up behind him. And uh-huh. it was like, how am I, how am I not going to listen to Santana? How, how am I not going to listen to these Super Bowl, you know, people who won Super Bowls, who've been in Super Bowls? It's like, shoot, I'm just a kid that went D2 from, from Carroll to <laughs> Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm up yeah. here playing with playing ball alongside, you know, heroes and, like, icons in the game. Like, shoot, I'm over there. I'm soaking up. It was, I basically, imagine, like, if they had a, 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 a fan experience to actually go out and, like, be on the team for, like, a day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of, that's what it was like. I was just, every time I was just super happy to be there. Um, but, uh, you know, I was also like, I'm going to compete against y'all. But it was like, oh, wow, I just had a, uh, I made Charles Woodson have a I drew a flag against Charles Woodson like that's a that's one of career highlights mm-hmm. to me you know crazy stuff like that but I enjoyed it all so I imagine that like that feeling when you first get on the NFL field and you catch your first touchdown like that's got to be pretty awesome oh my goodness so the first one like the first one the one I really like the first regular season one was against Green Bay and it was like 48 yards on this little bench post from Donovan and like I was actually talking to my wife about it a couple of days ago, and I was like, <laughs> "That play was not supposed it's supposed to be anywhere near as dramatic as it was." Like I mm-hmm. had to, I had to stop and kind of go up over the DB and snatch it from him, and all this other jazz. Like it was it made for a hell of a poster. Like, oh my god, this is a beautiful picture, <laughs> but. It, it wasn't supposed to be that way. And, like, you going back to, like, getting upset about somebody missing a block or a quarterback missing a throw. Right. That's what happened on the play. Like, somebody missed a block and, sl- and they slipped off and pressured Donovan. He had to step out of, the, out of the way and then throw the ball deep. So it was actually late by a couple of counts. And I remember distinctly running, and I see that I beat the safety, and I look up, and I'm like, well, where the hell's the ball at? <laughs> like I'm supposed to have the ball, right? And then I look back and I find my my bearings and look back up and there it is. And then I knew I had to go up and get it because I was going to outrun it. So, you know, you just got to run to play and be where you're supposed to be, and then uh, good things happen from there. Right. Yeah. So, um, with each like ball that gets thrown to you, could you feel a difference in the quarterback? Like, could you know, like, oh, this is Rex Grossman throwing to me, or this is. Donovan McNabb, just by the ball, how it was thrown? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So those two guys are, like, on opposite ends of the spectrum, right? So Donovan had a freaking howl at first, right? <laughs> and, and he he almost – he rarely threw a spiral, okay? He, he would throw this, like, dove, but it was thrown really, really hard. Uh, I remember the first day we ran routes, and I had, a, like, a – a 10-yard stop, something like that. And I heard this whistle. You remember those Nerf balls that had the whistles on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so those, I heard that, and I turned around, and, like, at my reaction, I moved out of the way because he had thrown that ball, and it was going to take my head off. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Donovan, Donovan, Donovan had a, a strong arm. Rex had a very catchable pass. Like, he threw a catchable ball. Like if it's like if somebody lobbed you a pillow, right? And you just you can just catch it and go where you want to go. Uh, it, it was it's crazy like how he had so much touch and 
anticipation, and and he knew where he wanted to go, like, quick. So he had to make a decision because he didn't have the same arm strength. Um, but then on the flip side, another quarterback who's known to not have a big arm, Kyle Orton, but he yeah. threw a heavy yeah. pass. I don't know why his his football it felt like it was soaked it was soaked in water. Like I don't know why it just it was heavy. It was very interesting. I don't understand it. Um, I should ask a scientist about it. But <laughs> like it it was distinct. Every quarterback had a different pass that they threw. It was it was wild. So did you have a favorite quarterback to catch passes from? Yeah, just ball. Man, ball. Yeah. I, um, Rex Rex was. Because it was it was so it was catchable, um, and he was a gunslinger. Five was a gunslinger too, but like Rex was a gunslinger, kind of like whatever. Like I'm gonna do it anyways. I don't care if it's three people back there. Like he would give you this look in the huddle, okay? Like he would call the play, but then he would look at you, and you would be like, "What are you looking at me?" And then you realize, you're like, "Oh, okay." You about to, you about to go off the off the uh, playbook right quick. You about to be about your to own thing. About it what? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened in Seattle. That's what happened in <laughs> Seattle. You can look that play up. That uh, oh, it's a great play. That, the touchdown play. against the Seahawks. He looked up. Yeah. I, trust me, I didn't play, but about three plays of offense in that whole game, and and that was one of them. <laughs> so, um, so it's it, another like similar question is. If you were to line up with any other wide receiver, like ever, uh, which which one would you pick out of the guys that you know? Like, like, like if you were to play alongside, like if your dream teammate on the other side of the field. Oh well, I mean, shoot, my favorite receivers, my favorite receiver of all time is Marvin Harris. So I would love, I would have loved to have been. In in the receiver room with him to just study him because I mean like you know growing up like everybody was big like bigger than me like To six three Randy Moss and I love Randy Moss Randy Moss is number he's like one A one A and one B so like him and Marvin those are the two guys that I I really say I would model my game after like speed of getting down the field and jumping up for passes like Randy Moss but then like the route running ability of of a uh, of Marvin. Those are my two. So those are the two guys that I would definitely be like, want to be on the team with them. Yeah. Those, mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are two, like, those are some awesome people that you would love to love to learn from. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's see that. I think those are different though. I mean, people, everybody's like, Oh, I want to go with, you know, Jerry Rice. And, yeah, that's good. But I mean, yeah. Marvin Harrison's definitely a different, different answer than I was expecting. Yeah. It's just because he was, it's because he was the one that's actually like my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, everybody else was so big, so it's like, well, if you're six five, sure you're going to be able to catch the ball over the top of somebody's head. But if you're just, you know, five five ten, you know, you got to get open in different ways. Let me see what this guy's doing because he just had 143 catches. You know, right. So you see some guy that's like more of your your build, and you can put yourself in his shoes more. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like matter of fact, when I was in Miami, so what I used to do, I mean, hell, didn't have anything to do, didn't have any family or friends there. So I would I would watch film when I was on practice squad. I would watch film of other players in the NFL, and 
I I think I, I still have the notebook, I want to say. And, like, I will watch Lavernius Coles. Mm-hmm. I will watch Chris Chambers. I will watch um, uh, 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 Donald Driver, Santana Moss. Like, all of these get Reggie Wayne. I would take notes, and I would be like, well, here's what they do that's good. You know, here's something that I like. I, I would try to study them and then work on implementing that into my game uh, each day in practice because I was going against the ones. So, like, I'm like, hell, this is this is a perfect opportunity right here. Like, you, when do you get to go against the best people every single day, right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't happen. So, I was like, shoot, I'm going to take advantage of this. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, since are you still a Washington fan? And uh, back in 2010, oh, yeah. you said that you had you converted 20,000 Dallas fans uh, yeah. in an interview. You said that are they still are they reverted back? Or are they still Washington fans? You know, I think since I've been released from the team, I think they they went back to the, uh they went back home. <laughs> so I don't know. But, yeah, every, everybody would cheer for me whenever I was whenever I was uh, playing Dallas. So. But at least for at least twice a year, they were they were on my side. Mm-hmm. That's good. But I am. That's but good. I will say. But I am. I am still a Washington fan. I, I will okay. Awesome. I will say that. I I uh. I and I kind of like I kind of like the Washington football team. I I think they should keep it. Oh really? Oh, that was going to be one of my next questions. Uh, yeah. What yeah. if you had any name ideas? But it sounds like you like the football team. Well, see, so it, so mine started with, I didn't, I, at first I didn't really know. I was like, I don't know what they're, I don't know. And then they, I heard Red Tails. I didn't really, I wasn't really big about Warriors, Braves. I was like, eh, I feel like it's just a cop out. It's too easy. It's just like, I don't know. It just didn't seem authentic. So I was like, no, no go on that. Then somebody said they saw the Red Tails and I was like, I don't know, and I read what it was, what it kind of would symbolize, and I was like, okay, I can get behind that, you know. Uh, and then the Red Wolves came up, and then I was like, I don't know, and I read about it as well, and I was like, okay, I can, I can really get behind that. And I was like, all right, the defense are gonna be the Wolf Pack, and they're gonna hunting, and da 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 da. And I'm like, that's all cool. And then when they dropped Washington Football Team, it was kind of like, what? Like that's it? <laughs> you know, and, it, and I was like, damn, so y'all just kind of, y'all just almost did nothing. But I, I mean, when you think about it, like business wise, they did not have enough time to try to rebrand an entire team. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the quickest thing to do is just to make a W and just say Washington football team. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the I love the single W. I saw one that had like the Capitol building in the middle of the W. So that'd be a kind of a cool alternative logo. Like there's some, there's just something cool about it where it's just like it's it's different, you know. Everybody else has a name, and it's it's just like, hey, what who are we? Washington football team, Washington. Yeah, we're so, here to play. Yeah. We're here to play football. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think they like they caught a caught a lot of flack for that. When really, like you make a good point, they definitely did not have time to change everything because that's the whole stadium you have to change around your entire merchandise. You have to switch. Like they have a road named Redskins Road. They have to change all that. So, I mean, Washington football team, even if it's just for one year, I think was the right call by them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I think, they, I think they fell into it. 
Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to process when I think it just was kind of like they, I don't think, really, I don't think they need to go off and try to pay somebody some royalties for Red Wolf. Just like, man, no, no thanks. Like, I'm not going to pay y'all for that. Washington football mm-hmm. team is something that you could build that, you could brand that, and you could, you could make that like so, it could, it could just be so legendary to me. I don't know. It's something cool about just being able to say the team, the city, and just being done with it. Right. Yeah, I think. I mean, now that you're explaining it, it's it's definitely growing on me. I kind of I kind of <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, both yeah. of us, we're big. We're big. We're big on the War Hogs. We're the see, Hogs. No, see, uh-uh. no. 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 <laughs> well, no. Well, okay. Well, give me the backstory. We like. I think we both liked hogs just because of the historical aspect, because it kept like the tradition of the team alive. Because you know you had the offensive linemen, the hogs, and people dressing okay. up or wearing pig noses to games. So we just liked keeping it, keeping the tradition, I guess, without an okay. entire rebrand. I can get that. I can get that. I could. I mean, see, like all of them, like have good, good stories behind them, and not like people throwing out some crap. Like that's that's a. That's a right. good one after you explain it. But then <laughs> Thank you. I think but I think but I also I also feel it kind of gets to the point where it's like, well shoot, if we have to go through all this and we can't we have so many good ideas, maybe it's better just to be Washington. Right. Because yeah, you're not gonna please everybody. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean <laughs> frankly, frankly, I bet the majority of people are gonna still be calling them, you know, Redskins and leaving it at that. Yeah, they. I mean, they are now, so they're, it's going to take yeah. a couple of years before that uh, that ever goes away. Yeah, I think for me as a fan, I care more about like what the logo and what the uniforms look like than I do about what the name is. Yeah, so you're trying to see what it's looking like on Madden. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> How many alternatives are y'all gonna have? Like, what are we going with here? Right, yeah. <laughs> if I can wear a jersey that I like, then I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so um, I think now we're going to, if you don't mind, we're going to switch the questions over to your real estate career. Sure, for sure. Uh, all right, well, let me just start out with, a, with an easy one. What's a better feeling, catching a touchdown or uh, becoming a five-star real estate and getting on the D-list? What was a better oh, feeling? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> well, so I'm going to say... Catching a touchdown, um, one because like the whole place erupted and like that was like that was pretty historic. Uh, but the funny thing about that D Magazine best realtor list, when I first got on there, I thought it was a joke. Like I didn't know. I, I was like, how did I do this? Like I, don't, I didn't do anything. So it was, it, it's like if you accidentally made a shot, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I guess it. Okay, I'll take it. So. Yeah, the, if if the first time hadn't been me thinking that it was a joke, I would I, I would have <laughs> maybe went that route. But no, nah, it's definitely football all day. Definitely catching the touchdown. Yeah, that makes sense. So how'd you how'd you make the decision to stop playing football and uh, pursue something else entirely? Man, well, the decision was almost made for me. Um, it was just that teams really weren't calling anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, my last my last go round in in Cleveland was was more of a, it was kind of like it was like a pretty good way to kind of close the door on a couple of things. Like I had a couple of I literally did I had some voicemails I didn't return uh, 
and one of them was Kyle Shanahan. I called him back, and he called me back and was like, hey, you want to play? And I was like, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> so next thing I know, I'm in Cleveland um, and, was, and was doing my thing there and then got released, but that's a whole other story. Um, but, but yeah, you know, making the transition from that to real estate, I mean, I, initially I thought about coaching and teaching, um, but as I, I was going to go for a math certificate and the first note card I got on this little flash card was trigonometry. And mm-hmm. I have never taken that before. And so I got very overwhelmed and I just put the whole stack down. I was like, I'm good. Like, no thanks on the math teacher coach thing. Plus, plus it wasn't going to really give me the schedule I wanted uh, for right. whenever we had a family. Like, I wanted to be home. Like, I, I had got tired of being in, in different cities. And, or, uh, not necessarily being in different cities, but just, like, not being home or having a consistent place to go, ho- go home to. Um, right. So, you know, I, was, I wasn't I, – I was upset that, that you know, I, I wasn't playing, but – it was time to change. Uh, but I thought about doing real estate investing. And as I learned that, it was just like, shoot, man, let me just get my real estate license and I'll figure this other stuff a- along the way. And I think that's been the, that's been the best way to go, uh, especially because I've been able to coach and teach people. Uh, except, but it's just in the real estate side of things. And I've actually, I've actually ran into a lot of Redskins fans too. That's awesome. Um, so you said that, uh, like you didn't want to, like you didn't think, like now, like you don't want to be like a wide receivers coach. Like there, all these former players go on TV. There's, there was no interest in that at all. Uh, no, I mean I've I looked at the. Uh, hold on one second, y'all. I dropped the earbud, and I don't know if y'all can hear me all the way. Oh, we can hear you fine, or at least I can. Okay. All right. One was in the grass, and sometimes I don't. All right, but I got it. Um, but no, you know, so I did, I, I did, I did some TV for a while. I was doing some, uh, doing some sideline reporting for Fox Sports Southwest down here for football. And so, you know, that was fun. Definitely enjoyed that. Did that for three seasons. I went to the broadcast boot camp. Learned more about media. Hey, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, uh, you're, you're dropping in volume. Everything. Really, man. And I came back. I was trying to do that and do real estate and five and be a trainer with Cam Gladiator. There was a whole bunch of stuff that, and I, I was like, yeah, I give this. So it was. So I had to back off. I still would love, and I coaching. It would be, I would do like very, very, very proud. One or two handpicked people. That's about. That's about it. Hey man, uh, sorry, you were you were dying in volume the whole time. I've got the the gist of what you're talking about, but uh, it was just super oh. quiet. No, you good? I see what I think my. I think I got my things got disconnected from you, but okay, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, we can we can hear you good now. Um, okay. So, uh, but you were just to get a gist. It was you were like just too busy and and you wanted to work on the real estate. 
Oh right. yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, I mean, I was trying to do the sports stuff. It just isn't fitting into the schedule right now. I need to just focus on a couple of things and focus on the household. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, do you have any, or do you think at least that you have skills that you learned from professional football that like directly translate into real estate? Man, you know, so what I've what I've learned, it's more of the discipline to stick to something, um, doing what you're supposed to do, being where you're supposed to be, uh, being able to follow a plan, follow a process. Those are the things that are going to translate over. Uh, mm-hmm. Just knowing, you know, you're having a super tight schedule when you're playing ball, you got to have that similar type of thing whenever you're running your own business. So that's that's been what's translated the most. I mean, if if we could win contracts off of having to run races, then I mean, I'd be undefeated. (laughs) (laughs) So like that work ethic that I guess you develop over years of playing football, that obviously is going to help you a lot. That's going to be an advantage over other people that are in the same field as you. So, yeah. Oh, wait, sorry to cut you off. No, you good. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say at now 38, 37, you are, um, you know, you're retired for a couple of years. You're in real estate. Could you, do you think you could get out in the field right now and get open, catch a game, catch just one pass? Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think, I think that like, I, I think one, I still got, I still have some speed, so I'm going to be able to get down the field. I'll still be able to threaten play players like that. But I think, uh, my body and the way that I want to play the game is like Keenan Allen, like just a very patient, smooth, savvy. I'm just going to break you down, run my route, get a few yards, rack, and then get out. Like that's the type yeah. of game that I would play right now. Like I, I would let Terry McLaurin take the top off all day. Just give me, <laughs> the, give me the look. Let me catch a first down. I slide back off the field, off the field. Like that's all I need to do. Yeah. That's what you were describing as, uh, for Donovan McNabb, I read and read that you described yourself as like I'm just his go-to guy. I'm not going to take off the top. That that could you leave? You said you leave that to Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he, yeah. yeah, he wanted to. He had D Jack, and I was like, well, shoot, I can be fast too. And that matter of fact, <laughs> that year it was like me, D Jack, and Mike Wallace were the top three in yards per catch. So yeah, we, yeah, we made you, it happen. Look at your catch numbers. It's just the the average yards per catch is crazy. Yeah, that was pretty good. I didn't, I didn't even realize. So apparently, that was like second in, uh, in the team's history for like rookie receivers and yards. So wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. Know that all right. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> so have you, uh, have you talked to any former players who have kind of like tried to take the same path as you and give them advice about like life after football and starting your their own businesses? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a few guys like there's some uh, younger guys that I, I ran into um, kind of along the way, more of my my later years, like Dallas and uh, Cleveland, that, you know, some of them aren't playing. Some of them are. And, and you know, it's, it's just fun to watch those guys. And, you know, some of them reached out and, you know, they asked, how do you, you get into this or how do you do that? And I just try to help out, direct them as much as I can. and. You know, just know that I'm still going to be a supportive teammate for them. And um, it's, it's, it's been good. It's been good to see a lot of guys transition and still be able to make it and not, not have to take a big step back. 
mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome that you're still able to help out teammates and uh, even non-teammates. It sounds like that uh, just like need you know need some guidance, need some help. Be like a mentor for them. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's that's the only way that you're gonna be. But you gotta have you gotta have somebody kind of be the guiding light, and you know, don't don't be hard headed, and you don't have to always go the other direction. Appreciate That's what I was saying. I was yeah. thinking that same thing when you were talking about um, with Moss, how you were like, yeah, I'm just going to do everything he does. It's like, it's always great to, you know, stand out and do your own thing. But... It's all good. Okay. It should have saved what we just recorded. We probably just lost that last little bit. Um, but yeah, just the hard work and dedication is just always like, I mean, it's what it's all about. It's yeah. how you came from a D2 yeah, school. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. NFL, it was so. like, it's just I inspirational. Know. I, just, I you know? was just always, I was always, I always thought that I could play up there, you know. Um, just needed the opportunity to, and it, mm-hmm. it came way later. But I can say I am, I am more thankful that I got to the league the way that I did, because I feel like if I would have gotten in whenever I was twenty-two in two thousand and five. I, w- I would have been out by 08. I would have been out. Like, I'm like, serious talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, don't, I wasn't ready mentally. <laughs> uh, music playing. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, yeah, I would have been out. I would have been out by 20. I would have been out by 25 years old. Like, <laughs> I would have been one of those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you hear? Y'all couldn't hear that music, could you? So, no, you're. <laughs> That's all right. You're no, no, we couldn't. You're fine. Um, so actually, with in, on your trip to the, uh, the yeah, IFL, yeah, you yeah. uh, you actually won a championship. I mean, that, that was first year. frankly that was that was that well, was, was really cool. How was that? Because all of my other teams, except for back when I go all the way back to like Pee Wee League football. All of my other teams, like my high school team, we were sorry. I like we didn't win. Mm-hmm. The, I think the most we won was like three games in one year. So like coming from that, that team was not good. My college teams w- weren't good. So then going down there and actually winning ball games, that shoot, that was fun, man. Like I I really enjoyed that, you know. And then you know getting to the Desperados, we won some games. We lost in the yeah. playoffs, but. You know, it it felt good to be on the winning side for once. You know, like it's like, wow, okay, this is what this is like. Okay, I can get used to this. I can, I can get used to going home and like not feeling bad for wanting to talk on the bus right. or on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, I'm was. sure that definitely. Uh, like it was definitely a, a crazy feeling. Um. So. The Desperados, yeah, well, yeah, they, they is, don't have it anymore. That's also yeah, owned, by, owned Jerry by Jerry Jones, is it so not? Like, a lot of those people that are still there with that organization, like, you know, I I knew those guys back in 06. Yeah, so mm-hmm. when uh when you eventually made your way to Dallas for the, the, the short yeah, amount of time that you were there, did, you, did Jerry remember you to, from to Jerry, Desperados? Like, and, uh, like talk to you about it all? Um. But like, shoot, Stephen Jones, Shy Anderson, like those guys, like, cause their kids, all of his, uh, 
Jerry's grandkids, those kids used to be running around in the uh, in the locker room. Like we used to pick on them, basically. We used to pick on the kids, right? You know, they were eight eight mm-hmm. years old, you know, nine years old. They were just <laughs> little, you know little punks, and used to pick on them, and that's what it was. Um, and then whenever I come back, and I was actually calling those football games, um, I was calling games uh, at Highland Park, and over there, John Stephen Jones was, you know, Jerry's grandson. He was the quarterback, you know. So you would see those guys at the games, and. You know, you would recognize each other. You recognize the kid, and it was like, man, it's like, wow, it's crazy to see y'all ten years later, y'all in high school now, off to college. Yeah, yeah. So some folks, yeah, all grown up. It was kind of wild just to kind of essentially just know you've been associated with these these folks for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, yeah, uh, speaking of kids, are you going to root for your kids to play football? My thing is, like, <laughs> one, pretty sure the genetics of it, they're not going to be very big, okay? Like, they, they're they going to be tall. I can tell they're going to be tall, but they're not going to be, like, linebackers <laughs> and, like, having to bang heads every single play. And then plus, and plus, if you look at it, the way the game's going – it's yeah. it's uh-huh. it's much safer. There's still some collisions for sure. I mean, it's just, just going to happen, but it seems like it's much safer. And even the the play calling puts people in more one on one situations rather than you going into you know a collision with two or three guys. So, I mean, hell, even by that time, by the time they're playing ball, they mess around won't have any any kickoffs or anything. So that's just one less play that they're going to have to have any collision. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, there's. I assume they'll. There's they'll no probably other be pretty way. Fast as you well. Got to be fast. Like if you're gonna be an Armstrong, you're gonna have some speed. Like, that's just what we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I saw well, uh, something. We hope to see him on the football like, field Frank one day. Gore's That'd be awesome. Son is playing in college. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, he just started his college game, his first yeah, college game. Frank, Frank is a, is a crazy thing about that. Like Frank's still in the league. He's just so consistent, and he's just an ageless wonder. Like, you can't get rid of him because he just he always produces. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to be ready. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, Chris, do you have any other? I think that's that's all my questions. Yeah, no, that's all I got. Oh yeah, no right, well, problem. Th- Sorry thank you it took a little, so much for joining us. So much yeah, fun. thank you. We were a little off time and putting the kids down, so. But y'all are young. Y'all be up till three in the morning or something like that. Oh, you? don't worry yeah, about no it. Worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Script, um, okay, so. Um, Discord oh, is, I course, guess, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Issues, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where I've I heard about it, and we we had this other system that we used, and then that screwed us mm-hmm. over heavily on a on an episode because it um it didn't record, and then mm-hmm. we recorded a whole hour long episode, then we couldn't get the uh the episode, so then we were just like, you know what, let's find a different way to record, and. Uh, this bot that you're seeing in the chat, Craig, 
he uh he rec- it's like he they some guy I don't know who made it is but made this program that records it for us so it's really easy nice um, nice and then That's I just add in the cool. intro at the beginning and it's pretty cool good to go okay then uh do what do y'all play yeah. like Madden do y'all play that what are y'all on Xbox or pay PlayStation oh yeah uh, yeah uh yep y'all are lucky Xbox oh, we're Xbox guys yeah um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're hearing that the new PlayStation is going to be better. At least that's what I've heard. No, I've heard the, the Xbox. Xbox. I'm Xbox ride or die. I'm I'm all the way. I'm not saying that I'm going to get the PlayStation. Nice. I've just heard think better things about it. Second one. Um, did you get it? You I gonna get I it? wasn't going to get the new Madden. I got it. I was I was I wasn't <laughs> going to, and I said on the podcast like three months ago, I was like, "This isn't it. I'm not buying it." And then all my friends had, and they're like, oh, just like, it's really yeah. not like, there's like new movements or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll buy it. And <laughs> yeah. I, I well, caved I mean, in I, uh, really quickly because I so think I it got came it. out a week ago. I got the new, I, <laughs> me and my friends, we always play for, uh, franchise. Um, but like, I personally, I know that there's like a, mm-hmm. board, like yeah. a, a hashtag out there. They're trying to like get do all the boot it, boot Madden and get all that, whatever it is. I think that. I, I like I like the way the game plays. I think that the the, the movement of the players are more natural. Uh, they got rid of that like lurk mess that like people could do on the last one, where you would just get a fast player and he could cover numbers to numbers. Like that wasn't realistic. Yeah, so I think people are frustrated because they can't like spam yeah, they did different get rid of that. moves and uh, it, you know and 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 glitch out the game to win. Right, like you actually have to read. Yeah, you actually have to play ball. Yeah, I'm right. glad they. Yeah, did, I'm glad know. they got rid of that um, stuff. But I mean, I'm, I, I'm you a can tell when the guy, game so I, I would, I would just yeah. love mm-hmm. to see uh, a lot of improvements and, and additions to the franchise side of the game. Um, yeah, and I, I think there's, I think they could. Uh, yes, honestly, we, we're both the same. Hell, this just hit my head. I know. I'll, t- I'll tell my guy. So let's say, let's say, let's say they did, because I know they try to go with the mutt and that's where people pay for stuff, you know? Well, what if EA developed, what if EA developed a, a, a paid yeah. franchise, like, you know, tracking like service or something like that, that came with your online franchise, help you manage it. I think that could be something that they could look to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I think if if, if they if want they to lean continue towards, making that money and stuff, yeah, you know, that things that that make you have to pay to you know get things, then hell, bump up the franchise and be like, okay, here's our paid service where we'll give you a a website for your franchise, like you know, headquarters and players, like you know, something that could help. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would, it would, uh, I mean, it's, it stinks that it, we have to talk about improving the game with money, but, uh, it's definitely, a, you know, it's definitely a good idea. They could put in like all they whole, care like, about is money, like so. an analytics service almost where, and you could feel like you were actually the pro executives, like looking at your guys' stats in different ways and yeah. make decisions yeah, see, on players, even though it's just Madden. Like, see, that's, I know that's I would be drawn to that. that. You know, I would too. I'd probably pay for it. 
be what if you if you have the only simulation uh, license for the league, well then help make it the best simulation game that you got. Also, mm-hmm. that's what I'd say. Exactly. Yeah. Really. So, on uh, since we're talking about Madden, um, on Madden Twelve, how psyched are you that you had ninety five speed and seventy seven? Dude, I was overall. just hyped to be on the game. Like. Were you just earning your friends with yourself? Um, I was hyped to be on the game, but I mean, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's the a great feeling. Is all, like all of that was like that was just crazy. Like, everything, everything about playing in the league. Like I told you, if it was a fan experience, and you could just get a fan experience, like that's what that was. But and more, like seeing jerseys in stores. I didn't expect that. I didn't. I didn't ask for that. Like I just was like, I want to play football. And then you see people mm-hmm. wearing your jersey. Oh, snap. Like, this is yeah, wild. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's what we had. Yeah. It's like it, uh, Quinn and Williams from the Jets when he first got drafted and, like, one of his first days of practice, they were asking him about, like, yeah. what it felt like to be in the league. And mm-hmm. he said, it's like playing in Madden, but, mm-hmm. like, you're that's in deep. Madden. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's wild. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. We're speaking of jersey. We're definitely at the, the each wise guy's going right. to get a jersey. Let's do it. We'll find a way to get a, an Armstrong jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no man. No, um, so yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, do you have any other questions? <laughs> yeah, no yeah, man. Um. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for yes, talking sir, to appreciate us. Appreciate it, guys. Have, have a good rest of the night and uh, good luck with all the real estate. Yeah, wait. Uh, actually, uh, I'll I'll email you this afterwards. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's um, what's up. But we'd love to send you some merch. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. So you have a good I'll one. talk to you about it afterwards. But uh, have a great night and thanks for talking to us. All right. Cool.